Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk to you about the topic of what to do when business is slow, when you're not getting inquiries, when you don't have a lot of client work uh, on schedule. Uh, And this topic came up for me actually just before Christmas. I was uh, talking to a colleague of mine who's not a copywriter or a content writer. He actually offers a a different marketing service. But we were just chatting just before Christmas, and I asked him how business is going. And he said, you know what? It was really busy for like over a year. And then he said, in the fall, it started to really slow down, slow down a lot. He said, but I'm not too worried because I expect it to pick up again in the spring. And I was intrigued by that because I wondered why does he expect it to pick up in the spring? He must be doing something to make sure that happens. And I'm always interested in what people are doing to build their business. I'm always interested in their marketing techniques and their their selling strategies. So I asked him point blank. I said, well, what have you been doing the last couple of months with your marketing and selling to be so confident that things are going to pick up in the spring? Do you mind, you know, revealing what you're doing? And he hemmed and hawed a little bit, and eventually he changed the subject. (laughs) Now, it could have been because he just didn't want to tell me, but what I suspected is that the truth is he actually wasn't doing anything at all. He just watched things slow down in the fall, and he just felt that perhaps it was like the seasons of the year, that things are just slower now, or maybe he just had some hope that it was just a momentary blip and things would pick up again in the spring. Well, hopeful thinking is usually not the best approach to building your business. When things are slow, you you have to do something. You have to take action. There may be reasons why things are slow. Maybe the clients that you've been depending on over the past months or years, uh, their business is changing or things are slow with them. Uh, And you need to do something. You need to take action to uh, bring in more business. This reminds me of another conversation I had actually a couple years ago with a very well-known copywriter. Uh, If if, I'm not going to use her name on this podcast, but if I did, you'd probably recognize her recognize her name. And I had a very similar conversation with her one time. And she said, you know what, things slowed down the last couple of months for the first time in years for me, Steve. But I'm not I'm not gonna wait. I'm I'm already prospecting and marketing. I'm doing all sorts of things because I'm not going to stand for this. (laughs) You know, so she treated a two month slowdown in her business almost like an, an, an emergency. And she went to work increasing her marketing, increasing her prospecting, contacting past clients, contacting past prospects. And she really took massive action to start bringing in new business quickly. She wasn't going to settle for things moving slowly. So that really is um, an illustration of two very different mindsets that uh, these two freelance professionals have in their business. The first one, the guy I was talking to before Christmas, had the mindset of, ah, things are, have slowed down the last couple months. Ah, I hope, hope they'll pick up in the spring. And he kind of sat back and just watched it all happen and, and hoped that things would pick up. 
The other freelance copywriter who I know is a very successful copywriter, when things slowed down even a little bit for a couple of months, she took massive action. She, uh, she went to work on her business. She started contacting past clients and, and revving up her marketing. And I, I don't know what happened, but I'm confident that she got some new business in very, very quickly. And that's really the way you have to treat it when things slow down, when business slows down. Uh, and this isn't unusual. Every business is like this. Uh, if a retail store suddenly had a slow period and things aren't selling, are they just going to sit back and not do anything? No, they're going to have a sale. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna put posters up in, in, in front of their store. They're going to put advertisements in the newspaper. They're going to have a sale. They're going to try to bring in more business. If a company that sells um, industrial widgets, for example, suddenly has a slowdown in sales, what are they going to do? Well, they're going to do everything they can to sell more industrial widgets. They're going to rally the sales team and get them pumped up and get them making more calls. They may place more advertisements. They may uh, do more marketing. They're just not going to sit back and say, oh, well, our industrial widgets aren't selling very well this summer. Maybe it'll pick up in the fall. I can guarantee that 99% of industrial widget <laughs> manufacturers will not act that way. They're business owners, and they're going to take massive action to, to pick up some new business when things get slow. That's the attitude you have to have in your own freelance business. When things are slow, you got to take massive action to fill your uh, schedule of client work again. you got to treat that almost like an emergency and do whatever you can to bring in more business and bring in more business quickly. Your business depends on it. Okay, your business is worth it. So how do you do that? Well, I wanted to spend uh, the last half of this podcast just giving you some uh, some tips and ideas on how to get some new client business quickly when things slow down. So if you find that you've been very busy over the past few months and then suddenly the next two or three months you don't have a lot of work scheduled, well, here's some strategy strategies you can use that's going to bring in some business quickly for you, or at least has the high probability of bringing you some business quickly. And I've, I'm going to present these to you in the order of effectiveness. <laughs> okay, so the first one I give you is the first one you should do. It's probably the most effective strategy. And then the second is going to be the second most effective strategy and so forth. I have five strategies for you. So this isn't really a banquet style list of tips where you kind of pick and choose which one you want to do. Do these in order when you're uh, trying to get business quickly because uh, they are in order of effectiveness. And you, of course, you want to do the most effective strategy first. So the first strategy that uh, works really well is to contact current clients. I don't mean current clients that have you have a project with at this very moment, but any client you've done business with in the last year or two, I would still categorize as a current client. So contact your, your current clients. Give them a phone call. Send them an email. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them how the last project you did for them worked out for them. Perhaps you uh, noticed some trends in the industry that you can share. Uh, some techniques you've used in your email copywriting or in your white paper copywriting that works particularly well. You may want to share that in, in an email. Or you can just boldly say that you have some room in your schedule and you're just checking in to see if there's any marketing projects you can 
help on. Okay, your current clients are already familiar with your work. They already know, like, and trust you. And this technique works like a charm. Even if a client that you haven't done business with for a year and has, has never contacted you about a project in a year, when you contact them, you might be surprised. They might say, wow, thanks. You contacted me just at the right moment. We're just updating our website. And yes, we could use some help. So I wouldn't be surprised if you have some clients that you've worked with in the past year or two, when you contact them, some of them are going to have uh, some project work that uh, they can send your way. It may be a case where they were on the fence about whether to use freelance writing help or not for a particular project, but then you called or then you emailed and it reminded them, they go, you know what, Janice is really good, a really good copywriter. She's helped us in the past. We like her work. You know what, well, let's just get her to do it. She just contacted me. She's available. Let's get her to do it. So that's the thinking that a client uh, often has. So contact your current clients. They are your best source of more work. So that's technique number one. Technique number two is to contact past clients. Now, I define a past client as any client has done business with you in the past over a year and a half ago or two years ago. So if you had a client that you did business with four years ago, and you think maybe, geez, they've probably forgotten me. Well, no, they haven't forgotten you if you've done business with them. Contact them again. Um, send them an email. Phone them. Ask them how they're doing. Have a catch-up call or a catch-up email. And also let them know uh, perhaps some of the new projects you've been working on, maybe some of the new capabilities or experience you've been building in a particular project area like websites or white papers or email marketing or whatever it is. And let them know that you have some availability in your schedule in the next two or three months and, and you'd love an opportunity to work with them again on a marketing project. You might be surprised some of these past clients that you thought you'd never hear from again or even a past clients that, the client that you thought was just a one-off project and they would, they'll never need another copywriter for 10 years. <laughs> you might be surprised some of them may have uh, may need copywriting help may have projects on the go that they need your help with and then you know your your call or email prompted them to say yes let's bring you in and get some help on this project so contact your past clients they know you they're familiar with your work so you're a low risk for them when it comes to hiring a copywriter for a project so contact them contact those past clients even if, you, even if they're a past client that you think, ah, they'll never do business with me again, contact them anyway. Things change, okay? So that's strategy number two. So strategy number one, contact your current clients. Strategy number two, contact your past clients. Strategy number three is to contact previous prospects. Prospects are anybody who has called or emailed you inquiring about copywriting. So a typical scenario is last year, a marketing manager of a company emailed you to get a quote for a white paper. You quoted the white paper and you didn't get the job. She went with someone else or she never even called you back again. So it was just an inquiry, just a prospect that went nowhere or whatever the case is, you never end up doing business with, with that person. So if you've been a freelance copywriter or content writer for a while, you probably have quite a few of these prospects. 
that you went after or they've contacted you and you've quoted them or discussed a project need and, and it went nowhere, nothing happened or you lost the job to someone else. That's a prospect. And you may think that those are lost causes, that those, those prospects are people that, you know, they didn't hire you at that time or your price was too high or they didn't like your samples or whatever the case may be. And you may think, well, you know, they'll never do business with me. Well, that is uh, incorrect thinking because there's a reason why they were initially interested in your services to begin with, even if your price was too high or there was some other reason why you didn't get the work. Uh, so they do know you. They were at least initially impressed with you enough to inquire, enough to talk to you about a project. So contact them again. Contact those past uh, prospects again. Just as you would with your current clients and past clients, give them an update on what you've been doing. Give them an update on any new capabilities that you've built. Perhaps you've taken an email copywriting course with AWAI. Now you have this new capability. You might want to share that with them. And let them know that you have some availability in your calendar over the next few weeks and you'd love an opportunity to chat with them again about any marketing projects they need some copywriting or writing help with. You, again, you might be surprised. These previous prospects who uh, didn't do business with you that first time around may do business with you this time around. Okay, so they're not lost causes at all. They're an excellent source of new business. So contact these previous prospects. So that's so number one is contact current clients. Number two, contact past clients. Number three, contact previous prospects. Number four is to contact your referral sources. Contact anybody who has referred business your way in the past or who you think is likely to refer business your way. These are, these are other consultants. These are marketing consultants. These are design firms. These are freelance designers. These are people in your industry that know you, people who uh, are selling to the same target audience as you, People who may know other people who are looking for a copywriter, your referral sources. Contact them. Chat them up. Uh, hopefully, you've built some strong relationships with these referral sources and just let them know. And you can be candid with your referral sources. You can say, hey, you know, businesses slowed down on me the last couple months and I would love to take on another client. If you know anybody who is interested in top-notch copywriting help or content writing help, I'd appreciate if you can send that person my way. If they're good referral sources, then, then likely they're going to be able to do that for you. Okay, so contact your referral sources. So that's number four. And finally, number five, five on the list of marketing effectiveness, is to rev up the current marketing that you're doing. Whatever marketing that you're traditionally doing, and hopefully you're doing some marketing all the time, the traditional marketing that you're doing, just do more of it, okay? Uh, if, you're, if you traditionally are doing email, warm email prospecting, for example, and you're contacting five new prospects a week with warm email prospecting, rev that up. I mean, if business is slow, you have time, so contact 10 new prospects a week. Or 20 new prospects a week. Just push on the gas pedal of your marketing. You know, rev it up and, and just do more of the marketing that you're ordinarily doing. 
Um, if you're on a freelance job site, for example, if you use Upwork or directresponsejobs.com or some other freelance uh, job site, you know, start tweaking your profile and, and, getting, and learn how to get better at getting inquiries and getting better conversions on your profile page. You know, just spend some time improving that. You know, just do more, uh, generate more activity and more effectiveness on, on, on those sites. Uh, so whatever type of marketing that you're doing, if you're doing networking at associations, for example, do more of it. Uh, you know, find out ways you can even create a higher profile in your association. Uh, perhaps you can do a special presentation on your topic of expertise, content writing, copywriting, at, at the, your local association or group. Um, just do more of the current marketing that you're doing. Now, a big mistake people make when business is slow is that they'll actually skip down to this number five. They'll say, okay, business is slow. I'm going to do more of number five. I'm going to do more prospecting. I'm going to do more marketing. I like that thinking. Okay, it's good to think that way, and it is an effective strategy. But don't ignore the first four that I gave you. Contacting current clients, contacting past clients, contacting previous prospects, and contacting referral sources. Because trust me, when you're looking for new business quickly, 80% of your new business is going to come from those first four. So don't skip those and skip to number five, okay? So that's what you can do when business is slow. Treat it like an emergency. Do those five things. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And, you know, if you have any topic suggestions, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, just email me at steveslawnwhite at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. So until next week's B2B Writing Success Podcast, I'm Steve Slawnwhite. Have a great week with your business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slawnwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 